Learn how to manage your energy and grow your capacity in 10 minutes a day. If you've ever heard me talk about energetic time management, it's the core skill that I teach all my clients. I created this over 10 years ago when I was in the middle of recovering from stage four cancer. I had to figure out how to work, how to parent and take care of myself. And that's how ETM or energetic time management was born. And for a limited time, I'm going to be giving it away. Yep, you heard me correctly. I'm giving the actual skill and the step-by-step away to you. My, it's my ETM habit challenge. So head on over to Heather Chauvin, C-H-A-U-V-I-N dot com forward slash E-T-M and use promo code podcast to get free access for a limited time. Real life experience of what resistance looks like in your journey to change your brain and become the type of person that you desire to see in the world. Hello, ladies. So I'm doing a walk and talk today and To be honest, you're probably going to hear more of these in this coming year because it's just easier for me and I am all about doing less better. So this episode is under the umbrella of attracting profit and attracting profit, you'll hear me say this again and again and again, is to me, my definition of of profit is time flexibility, emotional and energetic freedom and revenue. Revenue can be whether you work in corporate, whether you are self-employed, whether you are a domestic engineer. Money and financial health is like an area of your life that you should not avoid. Financial wealth, financial health is something that every human on this planet is required to understand. And the more we resist it, the more stress we have. And what I mean by that is not necessarily about making more. It's not about more, more, more. It could be our thoughts about money. But regardless, health or financial health, physical health, emotional health, spiritual health, relational health, all of these matter. And if we avoid it, what we resist will persist and grow bigger. So a few days ago, I had on my calendar, and I voiced this to my husband, I'm going to the gym. I forget where I was, but I was going to the gym after I had an appointment. And I went to the gym. Actually, no. I went for a walk with a friend. And I made the appointment, or not the appointment, but I made the, um, like, on the schedule to go for a walk with the friend for accountability. And we had a really good walk. And it was longer than expected. And... I told my husband that after the walk, I was going to go to the gym and then I was going to come home. So I get to the gym. First of all, after the walk, of course, I'm walking and talking with my friend and feeling really, really good. And then the second I'm not engaged in a conversation, my thoughts start. So I get in the car about to go to the gym and I'm thinking to myself, wow, that walk was longer than expected. Now I'm behind. And then the guilt starts to come in because I feel guilty for everything. Or guilt tries to control my behavior, but it doesn't because I don't allow it. 
So then I'm like, well, I got to go home. I got to do this. I got to do this. And this is right before Christmas. And then I'm like, no. So I self-coach my, myself. I get to the gym and I go in the back seat to get my gym bag and it's not there, which means, you know, my lock isn't there and I left it at home, which means I also left my headphones at home and I'm like, oh my gosh. So now, right, my routines and my rituals are not in place and I'm already telling myself, I don't want to go. I don't want to go in and then now I have an excuse. So I walk in, first of all, I didn't even realize this until I walked in, sorry, that I didn't have my headphones. I walk into the gym. I knew I didn't have my gym bags. I look for the gym bag. So I knew I didn't have a lock. And I'm like, whatever, I'll just put my coat in the locker. I'll bring my purse with me. I'll be okay. So I'm like, fuck, I forgot my headphones. So I walk out to the car, text my husband. He's like, yep, your headphones are here. So I'm like, okay, don't have my headphones. Don't have my bag. I feel uncomfortable. And I sat in the car, okay? And this is what I want to talk to you about attracting profit. I sat in the car and I had a moment where I was like, you went for a walk today. You're good enough. Like this is good enough. And I'm like, yeah, I know I'm good enough. I know I'm a good enough person. And that if I go home, I didn't fail. Like I'm a, I'm a good human being. I did not fail. But these are the moments that I really teach people to understand, learn discernment, understand confidence, understand when to lean in and to push back. In that moment, I wasn't overwhelmed. I wasn't fatigued. I wasn't burnt out. I was just uncomfortable. I was uncomfortable because I was inconvenienced, like mildly inconvenienced in a privileged way where you know, I have all these, you know, gadgets on me and I have my watch, my headphones, like walking into this like warm, clean gym that I drove to. And I'm like, okay, you're mildly inconvenienced. You don't have your headphones. You don't have your gym bag. You don't have the lock. So what? Feel your fucking feelings and walk into that gym. There was no reason why in that moment that I had to drive home. The only reason why I was driving home was because I was uncomfortable. And there was something that I didn't want to feel. And in that moment, I didn't need to know what that something was. It was, it could have just been resistance. I'm not, you know, I don't need to go down a rabbit hole and be like, what is this? Is it my unworthiness? Is it like, no, I just, I was fucking resistant and I didn't want to go in. But I'm smarter than that. And while I'm sitting there, I'm like, Heather, what would you tell a client? What would you tell a friend? And I would lean in. I'd be like, just go into the gym and do 20 minutes. So that's the tip I always tell myself when I am really, really resistant to something. I'm like, you got all the way to the gym and now you're telling yourself that you can't do this workout. So mentally, I only commit to the next 20 minutes. Sometimes if that feels like too much, I commit to 10 minutes. So I walk into the gym. I start looking at my workout. I get past my, my, that resistance and I start working out. And I remember like during that workout, there was so many like mental walls 
and mental hurdles that I was coming up against. And I physically remember telling myself, coaching myself, not only through the reps and the sets of workouts that I was doing. A quick word about today's sponsor, AG1. It's important to me that the supplements I take are of the highest quality, and that's why for years I've been drinking AG1. Unlike many supplement brands, AG1 is constantly searching for how to do things better. At 52 iterations of their formula and quality for AG1 isn't just a buzzword, it's a commitment backed by expert-led scientific research, high-quality ingredients, industry-leading manufacturing, and rigorous testing. At each step of the process, AG1 goes above and beyond industry standards. I know I can trust what's in every scoop because it's tested for over 950 contaminants and banned substances, while most of industry standards typically only test for 10. Isn't that crazy? And bonus, my kids love it, especially my teens. Trust AG1 for consistent daily support. Take control of your well-being with AG1. Experience it now and enjoy a complimentary one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 along with five free travel packs with your initial purchase at drinkag1.com forward slash EU. That's drinkag1.com forward slash EU. But being like, keep going. You can do this. And energetically, there's this story, right, that I'm telling myself that I'm putting meaning behind. I don't want to be here. I don't want to do this. I'm so uncomfortable. And in those moments when I'm kind of done with my shit, because I was, I was just uncomfortable, but I, I had enough energy. And I'm sitting there and I, I can feel the energy. And I'm like, I close my eyes for 10 seconds. I visualize a bubble with all that resistance. I put it in the bubble and I'm like, throw it away. This is not welcome here right now. And then I ask myself, how do I want to feel? I want to feel strong. I want to feel energized. I want to feel alive. And I, ask, I literally ask myself, okay, where is that energy? And I try to visualize that coming through my head, down through my arms and my legs. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't work. And while I do that, this is where the magic shows up. I'm standing there in the gym and I'm looking at myself in the mirror and I'm about to do another rep that I don't want to do. And I'm saying to myself, who do you need to be in order to attract the desires that you want in your life? The person that you know deep down you desire to be. What is that version of you? That version of you in this moment, while she's feeling her resistance to work out, she's going to honor it, but she's going to channel what she wants to attract. And that's exactly what I did. And I'm not saying there wasn't guilt. I, my guilt comes along for the ride with me. I feel, you know, we can call it guilt. 
It could be compassion or empathy. I'm always thinking about the ones I love. I'm always thinking about the next thing on my to-do list. But that doesn't need to lead my action. And I just remember going through that whole workout, rep after rep, like wall after wall, thinking to myself, what version of you is going to be proud when this workout is over? And I kept going. And then I remember I got to like Bulgarian split squats, which I fucking hate. And I'm like doing my split squats and I'm physically doing them and telling myself, oh, I can't do this unless there's somebody here helping me. I hate doing these by myself. And then I'm like, yeah. And how proud would you be if you got these done by yourself? And I remember walking out literally an hour later, right? 60 minutes later, there was one exercise I couldn't do because there was like, I call them like the hawks, right? When people are like circling around one piece of equipment, like hawks, I couldn't get to it because someone kept like jumping on it. So I'm like, okay, the workout was 97% done, 95% done, whatever. And my perfectionism was coming out and it was like, well, you didn't finish it completely. So therefore you didn't do it. And I just remember sitting with the duality of being proud of myself for pushing through so many mental blocks and barriers that wanted to get in my way. And then just being really fucking proud that I completed it. And I'm like, who fucking cares if I didn't do that one exercise? That's not the point. The point is consistency. The point is sustainability. The point is not all or nothing. And I wanted to share this like real life experience with you because I think so many people tie perfectionism to happiness or perfectionism to success. And success is a feeling. And it doesn't matter if it's in your parenting, if it's your work, if it's a goal that you have, a relationship. Like, if you don't fall in love with the feelings that you don't want to feel, like fear or guilt, uncertainty, fear of failure, fear of success, like all the fears, you will never fall in love with being really fucking proud of yourself or learning how to deeply trust yourself or having the courage to live the life you want to live or knowing how to hold that emotionally uncomfortable boundary with your kids or with somebody else who keeps triggering you and stepping over the line. Becoming who you desire to be in all areas of your life takes courage. And it is literally in those moments when you don't want to do something, that's like, I say that's the race, that's the event, like when you get to show up. And I experience it every single day. And a long time ago, I let go of the illusion that, you know, there's something wrong with me or I'm broken because I still feel human emotions. I'm like, no, that's the point. It's how you manage it on the day-to-day It's managing that energy, the emotional energy, so that you can create those connections with yourself and with others. So when I say attracting profit, time flexibility, emotional freedom, revenue, all the things, the story that I told you today can be, it can mean so many things, like the time flexibility. Well, if I want to take a few days off, I got to do some work 
before I take that time off, or I'm going to have to be proactive instead of reactive with my time. And that's a skill. I'm going to have to sit with my shit. The same thing with emotional freedom. Emotional freedom, I just showed you a real life example, attracting, attracting more profit. Emotional freedom is being able to see the feelings you don't want to experience and have boundaries with them and feel free from them like they don't control your life. Making decisive decisions, even if you're scared. And then the revenue. This is big. This is such a big one for people. You know, I'm like, what's the challenge here? I have so many conversations um, with women about money and it could be uh, it could be like their corporate job. It could be self-employment. It could be domestic. You're a domestic engineer. I'm like, even if you don't make a freaking paycheck, if you are like doing some labor, invisible or not, you are worthy of receiving compensation for that. And if your soul and your basic human needs are not being met, you have to learn to speak up. And you have to learn to have those conversations with people because that's where you feel trapped and that's where you don't feel in control. So little tiny, tiny moments like this, like sitting in the car when you don't want to do something, let go of the outcome of a perfect, quote unquote, air quotes, gym exercise and just keep showing up and saying, I'm really fucking proud that I didn't drive home, right? I say this to people all the time, like, open your credit card statements, go line by line, sit there with a pen and paper and a calculator, add it up, highlight, sit with all of the feelings that happen. Ask yourself, is my lifestyle above my means? Like, am I living beyond my means? And if you are not making enough money, you have to say, okay, this year, my goal is to make more money. My goal is to spend less on material shit that doesn't matter. My goal is to get rid of what is no longer serving me and to invest in things that are life enhancing. I chronically invest in personal development, professional development, and my health and my relationships. And on the outside, if you looked at my life compared to maybe my neighbors or my friends, we don't live an extravagant life, but the richness comes from the inside out. And that's what profit is to me. That at the end of the day, there's enough resources to go around because I have the financial literacy skills and I'm hungry for learning more or the time flexibility to literally focus on what matters most to me and what matters most to the people that I have relationships with and asking them, where do you want to invest your time? And the emotional freedom to go, holy shit, I'm so scared right now, or wow, that is very triggering for me, but I feel in control and I know how to manage this. So it truly is all about perception. It's the meaning you attach to a story that you're telling yourself. And if you want to attract more profit in your life, you have to start redefining what the stories are with your fear, your guilt, your overwhelm, your stuckness, and start asking yourself, where am I not owning and taking responsibility for how I want to feel? That's it.
You have control. I sometimes joke that I wish I taught people how to make green smoothies for a living, but I know I'm doing that because I'm trying to run away from what brings me joy. And what brings me joy is helping women and men, families in general, and children feel alive. And sometimes that journey to feeling alive is painful. It's emotionally uncomfortable, and it's not always easy. This is why I created the Aligned Life Quiz. So if you're tired of being tired, you want to stop just surviving, and you want to find out exactly where to focus and access realistic tools to confidently manage your energy, emotions, and impact, you can head on over to Heather Chauvin, C-H-A-U-V-I-N dot com forward slash life quiz. It takes you two minutes and it's going to show you. I call them internal leadership skills. Where do you need to focus your energy and attention for the quickest results? And also, which phase are you living in? So head on over to heatherchauvin.com forward slash life quiz to take the aligned life quiz right now. If you're ready to stop just surviving and you want to start thriving, but you don't know how to manage it all, go there. It will take you two minutes and it will change your life. I also, on the inside, show you which podcast episodes to listen to based on your quiz results. HeatherChauvin.com forward slash life, L-I-F-E, quiz. 